Grab your fork and grab your knife. Morning, afternoon, and night. Mama's recipe and mine. We're about to have a good time. Hey, sis, eat this. Hey, sis, eat this. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. I am feeling good today. We got through last week in the launch, and whew, that's behind us. It was really stressful, but also one of the best weeks of my life. I agree. It was magical. It was so fun working with you, and I feel like mom was really touched by it. I think we're both so grateful for all of these sweet text messages and emails that we got from all of our friends. We were so touched. Oh, for <laughs> sure. But my favorite, my favorite text, which... I think it's very appropriate for today because he happens to be our guest today. Yes. Later on, uh, Captain Dave. I love his text because I think he listened to it in a way that you and I intended for this podcast to be listened to. Do you want to read it? Absolutely, I do. And I couldn't agree more. So he texted me and said, I saw the email when I was working in the back of my property that it was live. So I clicked on it. After a few minutes, I realized I wasn't going to get any more work done. So I walked back to the RV, poured myself a cocktail, and walked back cracking up along the way. Sat in the middle of the woods and listened to the whole thing. I was cracking up at you guys and thinking, here I am, playing hillbilly in the woods with a cocktail, of course, listening to it. If you converted a hillbilly, the sky's the limit. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Captain Dave is the best. He is. You're going to hear why when we do his interview next, but I love that text so much. Me too. It was definitely one of my favorites from last week. Uh, But I actually think also that Lance patting you on the back when you talk too much is going to go viral. I think that was one of the most relatable things about the podcast last week is that if you (laughs) are a talker and a chatty Kathy or a chatty Charlie like we are, you're significant other or or even a, a family member can really relate that oh just shut up but it's a gentle way to let them know you're ear effing someone you know it's just it's sweet it's kind yeah I got a really funny text from my friend Emily and I went to college with her husband and he's just as big of a talker as we are and she said just listen to your podcast first of all your mom is a hoot and I'm 100% stealing Lance's tap three times when Eddie talks too much (laughs) (laughs) There are a lot of those. I guess our listeners are big talkers, which is great. Well, we definitely surround ourselves with lots of chatty people. Chatty people. Yeah. And to celebrate all of that, we had a girls' cocktail hour. Well, multiple hours on Friday. It was going to be a cocktail hour, and it turned into a cocktail five-hour cocktail. That happens a lot. I was the first to leave the party. (laughs) You were, yeah. I, 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 I had system shut down. Well, it had been a very long week, and we worked really hard, so you're excused. But we, of course, did a lot of great food. I think so. I think we had some hits. We had a miss, but for the most part, we had some hits. I think we had a hit for sure. I think one of the standouts was the cheese board that we did that was Italian-themed. Yeah. Cheese board central, as usual. We always have a huge cheese board. My big thing with the cheese boards... Or that there's something waiting for your guests when they get there so that you're not stressed out about them just standing around so they can nibble while you go get them a cocktail or, you know, it gives them something to talk about. Yeah. 
but we did have, I don't know, I kind of think it would fall into the category of Kitchen Conundrum or Ricotta Board. Yeah, it wasn't a hit. That's for damn sure. Yeah. I, th- I don't think people knew what to do with it. Okay, so will you just explain what we were trying to accomplish? I had this vision of, you know, the viral butter boards that have been going around. Yes. Okay. I love that. Right. So cool. So I had an idea that we could do a ricotta board, but we ran out of serving boards. <laughs> yeah. Because I wanted to kind of like make it into quarters where you would put the ricotta on there and then you'd like put the olive tapenade on a section and then you put like the marinated artichokes we got on a section and then it would be a board and you could just go in there and dunk it with some crostinis. We didn't have a, we didn't have the serving plate for it. We ended up having to put it in these like three connected serving bowls. Yeah, it was weird. It just did not work. No. I want to do it right. Yeah, let's do it right and put a before and after picture so you can see the ugly attempted ricotta board, which was like really a ricotta bowl. And then we'll do a really pretty ricotta board. Yes. Let's not be too hard on ourselves. We're just homegrown chefs. We're we're not... uh, Cordon Bleu trained, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. Like we talked about, we've gotten several texts and emails from family and friends in mm-hmm. support of us, which has been so nice. But yeah. we've also gotten a few notes bringing a dilemma to our attention. Are you talking about the technological learning curve that goes with mom's friends. <laughs> right. Because mom has told half of Dallas that we yeah. have a podcast and they all want to listen, but nobody knows how to listen to podcasts. So I think that she got a really funny email. Do you have that from someone? I do. Okay. I do. Okay. First of all, this woman, if I just, can I just preface this by saying, God, I love her so much. She brought her own bottle of bourbon to my wedding because she didn't think that we would be serving the kind that she likes. (laughs) God, I love this woman so much. She's hilarious. I am going to deliver this text message in her voice. I think you have to. We have to do her justice. Margaret, I wanted to tell you my inept ability to use all the gadgets available to my phone has hindered my view in the girl's debut. (laughs) I'm anxious to hear it all on my phone once I figure it out. (laughs) it's like so sweet and so well said it's so sweet and so mom is like been on the phone and in person helping all of her friends learn how to podcast or how to listen to a podcast right it's adorable well lance also encountered an issue where he was over at mom's and our stepdad dwight is asking lance how how do i listen do i need to go get my computer and computer. I know. And Lance's like, no, 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 I'll help you. Give me your iPhone. And <laughs> he goes to whatever platform he was on. And it's like a warning label pops up that it contains explicit lyrics. Us? Hey, sis? Yeah. Oh, because of our ex- our explicit rating. Yes, yes, our explicit rating. So it, co- it pops up and it's like preventing Dwight from being able to listen because he has some kind of settings. So Lance has to go into his privacy settings and turn off the ban of explicit lyrics so that he can listen to the podcast. Do you think mom set that up so he wouldn't listen to explicit lyrics or something? Is she trying to monitor his content? I don't know, right? I, uh, I'm i not sure what, what the viewing is happening on there, but 
regardless, this age group is a very untapped marketplace for us. So if we could just get them to learn, and I think we could get a very dedicated following. Yes. I mean, they all are interested. So I think we need to set up something like, what if, okay, okay. <laughs> what if we do a video of mom teaching a tutorial for seniors on how yes, to listen like a to podcast tutorial yes for seniors i love yes. it i think it's brilliant okay i think it's great all right i'm on all it right, okay that's your job this week that's your homework yes i'm gonna tell her to go put her face on because we got to shoot a video in addition to all of these fun texts and emails that we have received, we really do want to hear from our listeners. So we have set up a hotline so that you can call in and share your hilarious mama story or your kitchen conundrums. And kitchen conundrums are things that you mess up in the kitchen. Kitchen fails, basically. But we really want to hear about them so that we can either help you or laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> either way, we're all having a good time, right? Exactly. Well said. Yeah. But definitely call in. What's the number, Whit? 866-4-H-E-Y-S-I-S. 866-4-H-E-Y-S-I-S. Yes. Please call in. We want stories. Yes. We're dying to hear them. Yeah. We won't laugh at you. We'll laugh with you. Exactly. So let's get into today's episode with the Nolan brothers. Whitney... You know how much I love this episode. I it, do too. It's it's the heart. It is the heart of what we're trying to do here. It's a love letter to their mother, but it's hilarious and it's just full of incredible family tales. And I cannot wait for our listeners to hear it. Me too. And I think we learned a lot from this episode. We did. We learned a lot. Mama Helen is just an amazing woman and Something I was really impressed with was the way she sustainably grows her tomatoes. Oh, it is fascinating for sure. Yeah. I also love Helen's tips for shopping at the Goodwill. Oh, yeah, those are good. And then there was that recipe for the orgasmic beer cheese soup that Mama loves so much. Yeah, yeah. I it's <laughs> she loves it. She loves it a little too much. That's all I'll say. <laughs> One of the other topics we talk about today is pets, and we want to dedicate this episode to Captain Dave's dog, Callie, who we lost last year. She was just the best, so we want to say how much we love her and we miss her, and this one's for you, Callie. Whitney, I am so excited because this week we are welcoming not only two of the funniest brothers I've ever met, but also they are the best barbecue masters we know. So let's welcome Dave and Andy Nolan. Welcome to Hey Sissy This. Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> by, by the way, You're only one kind. of us is the barbecue master. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'm just reading know. my notes that Whitney put together, and it says that you're both the barbecue masters, so... Whitney's too kind. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, so Andy and his wife, Tina, are actually our neighbors, and we absolutely adore them, and we've all become real fast friends, and uh, Captain Dave is Andy's older brother, uh, who's often at Andy and Tina's helping them renovate their house and biding time while he waits to see if he's on call for American Airlines, which we just found out 
he's always on call. Yes. American <laughs> Airlines. <laughs> we almost had to interrupt the podcast so he could fly out of here. So, guys, let's have some appetizers. The two of you grew up in Minnesota, and you also have another brother. So needless to say, your mom had her hands full. Very, yeah. <laughs> Andy, tell us a little bit about your mom. Well, she was very loyal to our family, still is. Um, she grew up in Germany during World War II. She was born in 43 in wow. Germany and actually uh, lived in a work camp. Wow. Our grandma was no longer here anymore. She had some and crazy she talk stories. About it. Oh, yeah. Yep. And we have video or audio recordings somewhere with our Uncle Alex um, of all the stuff that she's seen. And so it was just kind of a crazy upbringing where yeah. our mom basically had to take care of the other two kids at that time. Yeah. And our grandma would have to go out at night and steal potatoes and my mom would take care of the other two kids mm -hmm. in the camp. And so she was basically taking care of other people from day one. Yeah. Right. She was yeah. a parent at like 10 years old. And she remember yeah. she has memories of this. Mm -hmm. or even earlier than that. Oh they, yeah. She, she came over when she was seven. Seven. Yeah. So yeah, she was taking care of them a lot younger than that. So yep. she's definitely a caretaker at heart. Yeah, yeah. for sure. A hundred percent. So just, when you were growing up around your dinner table, was there a lot of conversation? From what I remember, it was kind of the one time that we were all together as a family. And I I don't know how it was when you were growing up, but we're like 13 years. Yeah, we're a lot we're different. Like, so our our dinner table conversations were probably a lot different. Yeah. Totally. But I mean, it was kind of the only time that that I would see dad on a regular basis. Yeah. And so we all just, it was kind of like our ritual, you know, we always had dinner together and. It was nice. It wasn't anything that we ever trying to run away from. I mean, it was always, it was kind of a, it was a normal thing to be around the dinner table and to be together. We weren't fighting to, to leave or to, you know, go play PlayStation or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was never, mm -hmm. it, was, it was the good old days. We always had the Cosby show on at our dinner table, we, right? We it did. Like and, and mom it's would terrible. always be cooking to Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. <laughs> She had her little tiny TV set up on the on the side of the counter while she cooked dinner, and it was always had Wheel of Fortune on it. And then we'd roll into like Family Ties or Cosby Show, you know. That was so the TV was never it was never on during cooking dinner, or yeah. dinner, or nor should it be. Right. <laughs> the only thing I remember when I was littler was um, the Benny Hill Show. Oh, I love. <laughs> the Vinnie Hill show oh my god and like we really shouldn't have been watching that as right. kids right it was yeah. dirty I felt I felt dirty watching it yeah. I was like 13 <laughs> I think I, I don't even know if my parents knew I would be watching the Benny Hill show oh my god the Benny Hill show uh, that was not our generation Andy yes no it was not it was I likened our dinners to like the wonder years I think mm. right where like our family kind of had that dynamic I'm sure how many we years all apart are you 13, 13. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And then your older brother is? 13 months older than you. Than me. Yeah. Wow. You're the second litter. Yeah. yeah. I was the, the oops. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was told that. You're the yeah. <laughs> Well, that's true. But you shouldn't say that. <laughs> you were the love child, Andy. Yeah. And well, I think they would have loved a daughter, but. It's all right. Too, so. Girls are too dramatic. Way to go. Yeah, that's true. So, Andy, let's start with you. What was your favorite dish that Helen made? I have to amend my previous thought and say pierogies, which was, well, 
I would say that our grandma's pierogies were ridiculous. My yeah. mom. Is that the cabbage rolls? What cabbage is rolls was another one oh. that was big in our family. Okay. And pot roast was was a favorite. But what are one. pierogies? It's like an oversized ravioli. Like a dumpling. Like a, you eat it with uh, salt pork and sour cream and and they're stuffed with potatoes or cheese or that sounds like pork that sounds like a very difficult dish to make it's not no i can make it really yeah do you make so do it's, you guys make this now yeah. you just made you do some, more than right? i do i think so every year it's labor like intensive a, a celebration to my to our grandmother they do pierogi day at my uncle's house oh and wow people we all like have flown we fly in, in for to go do yeah. it and everyone what day is it. that it's just random. It's different random all the time. Every so. uh, that's incredible. Yeah. Tell us about it. So are, are there different flavors of pierogies? Different, or is it one recipe? I've never really heard of it before. So from what I've heard is ours is like the Ukrainian version. It's not even like Polish. Mm -hmm. It's uh, farmer's cheese. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or they do a mixture of uh, feta and potato. Or as our uncle likes, flats, which is just flat dough. Okay. Oh. And then the best part about it is salt pork and sour cream. And that's all inside. No, on the, the so the salt pork and the sour cream is like the toppings. So so the like the farmer's cheese would be on the inside, the feta potato mixture on the inside. But then there's what what else do they they did other like they uh, do like plums. How yeah, big is sometimes. it? Sometimes they're um, they're just little like like the size of a like dumpling silver dollar. Yeah, yeah. And they're in like a sauce. Uh, no sauce. Nope. Do you Just boil steamed. them? Yeah, steamed. or boiled. Uh, yep. okay. So what do you serve them with? The salt pork and the sour cream. Have Jeez, you not been listening? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said that was Put on your top. Drink down. That's what we serve. Oh, you mean like a like a little yeah, side Yeah, it was like dish. a salad or no, rice no, no, no. or when like you obviously. Eat pierogies, you don't have to have. You can't you have anything else. It's a full else. square meal all in the pierogi. Yeah, it's like the Jewish. Especially at our grandmother's house when you have to eat. Why don't I know about this? It's yeah. like the Jewish latke. Got it. But okay. if you would have seen our grandma's cat named Freckles. He got all the like spare pierogies and salt pork, I think, because at the end of his life, he was rolling instead of walking. Yeah. He, was, he must have weighed 20 pounds. He was a pierogi when he left. Yeah. When did, he they, left did they give him a little like fancy feast on top or a little slice of smoked salmon? Oh, the pierogi sounds like enough. We just sprinkled him with, uh, with salt pork and sour cream and sent him on his way. Would he oh, come God. lurking around when he smelled the pierogies? Oh, he, so, he lived I, for a while, though, so there must yeah. be some kind of secret <laughs> cholesterol. Well, he was probably he was probably cured from the salt right. pork. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Internally. His eyes were just glossed open. He actually died three years before that, but. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I think this also brings up a good point of um, having gotten to know Andy, Dave, and Tina over the past year a little bit. They have a love for sour cream that I've never seen before. Really? Oh, my God. And the vat of sour cream that is in their fridge, and I love sour cream, too. But anytime we have potatoes, like any kind of potatoes, uh, there is sour cream on the table. Roasted potatoes, whatever it is. Huh. And so I think that that was very much... A part of your growing up so therefore right. you've carried it on and and thankfully your wife enjoys it just as much as y'all oh, do train thing or is that uh, a midwest thing i don't know maybe a little of both it's, it's probably, a nolan thing probably never even had it you know? yeah it's just a i'm sure it was a delicacy cream. for you know right i mean the best day 
in the past couple of weeks that I found out was that the Costco business center sells a six pound <laughs> sour cream instead of the five pound at the normal Costco. Of course they do. <laughs> We've got to get you a membership to restaurant Depot on mama Ashley's account. Oh my God. That is funny. It's really good. We're going to have to put, do you have the pierogi recipe we can put up on our website? No, absolutely not. Okay. It's a, it's a secret friend. Okay. okay, that's going to go along with Mama's, Mama Ashley's brownies, where we are going to have a buy now button. They, I think uh, we can dig up yeah. the recipe. Then the Nolan uh, pierogies will be available for purchase. For purchase. On QVC. Yep. <laughs> and maybe smoke pastrami as well. Okay, now that we've had some snacks, let's get to the main course. You brothers both know Mama Ashley pretty well now, living down the street from her, and we've talked about this habit as being a theme with both of our mothers. The ongoing debate over expiration dates and the borderline hoarding that happens in the houses. I wouldn't agree with the borderline part of it. but <laughs> Of the hoarding? Yeah. Yeah. It's full on. <laughs> well, well, tell us a little bit. You'd mentioned that, you know, if a book is 25 cents, your mama's going to drive 600 miles to buy them. Uh, right. It makes sense. <laughs> it does. Sure. I think if anything is on sale. Yeah. She's there. I mean, she, lo she loves a deal. Yeah. Right. When I was at her house the last time, she was like, so how are the sheets in the bed? And I said, they were, they were good. It was comfortable. And she said, I just got them for 25 cents at the Goodwill. <laughs> God. <laughs> and I said, Mom, there's sheets. Would you like would you buy underwear at the Goodwill? And she goes, Oh no, that's different. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Needless to say, I'll pull the airstream up to her house now. <laughs> when I go to stay. She's not like a hoarder. She doesn't like buy clothes or yeah. but books, she'll buy. Like she loves like half yeah. price books. Yeah. Yeah. And she reads them all. Not at half price books, though, because that's too expensive. Right, yeah. right. I definitely know this with our mom. So I feel like she has a very hard time getting rid of things. And it's whether or not it's food or medicine, like Whitney and I have gone into our um, and we have a we have a game that we play like when we go over to her house and we look underneath the bathroom countertop and there's like a Tylenol bottle from 1992 and we take a picture and so you know and and it's like made several moves you know right so yeah um, yeah it's it's like there's a bottle of sunscreen in there from 2002 maybe. but yet my mom moved out of our house from growing up in 2005 or six then moved into her own oh, yeah. condo and then has now been in the house with dwight for the past 10 years or so we've we found yeah. that where food has been moved like it expired <laughs> decades ago and yeah what is that like food house though to house to house. you're talking about medication yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i mean well, i'm sure we, there's what we yeah what we thought was maybe not food because mm -hmm. one time i found a translucent liquid in a baggie <laughs> and all it had on it was 1997 in permanent marker so i had to ask your little her, brother yeah. yes right sister and this was what 2000 and uh this was like how many years two, it was like seven eight years ago maybe 2013 14 so did you confront her yeah I was pulling out stuff from her freezer just to see what kind of expiration dates right. maybe were in there. And, well, the fridge is another story, but the freezer, oh, yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyways, yeah, I confronted her about the 
translucent mystery liquid. And she said, well, it's egg whites, just in case I want to make some angel food cake. <laughs> sure it is. Yeah. See, I would have never gone there. And I, I would have never gone there. No, but like if you haven't made angel food cake in 16 years, maybe you're not going to make one. So right. And the funny thing is, is I read that to my mom. I said, and what you had, you know, kind of told me about it. About and finding a liquid. Say, quote, saving for angel food cake. She goes, oh, it's egg whites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she knew exactly. From 97, that was a yeah. good year for egg whites. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're probably, they're probably, they're still, probably gonna still gonna good. fluff up. Well, Helen sounds like, she sounds like a hilarious character already. So I'm dying to know, like, what were some of her hobbies <laughs> growing up? She's a gardener. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> As was our mother. Don't, every time you look at me like that, I know exactly what you're... What I'm going to say. Yeah. So our mother lives up in Wisconsin in the country where you don't have city water, city sewer. She has septic system. Okay. Oh, boy. And they live near a lake where the septic had to be really deep for some reason. And it, it's... It's a struggle to get people out there to go pump out the septic system. So so she doesn't like anything going down the drain yeah. or the toilet. If you go through her house, she has buckets um, in the sinks and in her bathtub. And, yeah, she collects water and she waters things with them. So. She's a survivor. Yeah. <laughs> so she She's recycles the water. She does. So, so what, what happens when you take a bath or a shower at your house? Well, well when we fine. do... Yeah, I'm, you can just when you're taking a shower, you feel like it's physically causing her pain. <laughs> when she when she feels the water going down the drain, it's causing her some sort of physical pain. But I remember she was she had these beautiful tomatoes in her garden. And weren't you guys over there for a they're eating dinner and I said, "Are you guys having tomatoes?" And he said, "Yeah." And I said, "How are they?" <laughs> And he's like, they're good. And I go, oh, do you know she waters those with her bath water? <laughs> Is no. that true? Is that yeah, true? Yeah, yeah, it's 100% yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this woman is. <laughs> I was just going to so say, I probably did a ahead of her, Like, she's saving the planet single handedly, this woman. Yeah. I don't know anyone that does that. Right. You know, I live in L.A. and like everybody's like, eh, reduce, reuse, reuse, recycle. Like nobody's doing that shit. Right. Nobody's watering their no. stuff with bath right. water. I just saw something, though, it's on amazing. the news that said like somebody was freaking out about, um, oh, isn't it funny that we, you know, we um, flush away all these things that are healthy for plants and whatever. Right. And I was like, like bath wow. water, like, like old lady bath was, water. Yeah. Like dead skin of, and shaving. Like they're cream. just figuring this out now while she's been she is the greenest, doing this for. She's the greenest person we know. Does and she her ha- tomatoes are huge. Yeah. She's got like 50 tomato plants and they're all like. Yeah, yeah they're going fully crazy. ripened in May in Wisconsin. Well, as long as she's we washing them before Texas. serving them, I think that's probably yeah, I mean, fine. dead skin cells have washing a lot of would, nutrients but in all them. that stuff, like the ground filters all that stuff out of them. Right. right. So, it's, so when I did a spit take at dinner, 
probably when I read that text message, it probably wasn't as dire as I thought yeah, it I still, could be to my body. I but. still look away from the tomatoes. Now we go there and she's like, I have, we have all this fresh stuff from the garden. And everyone goes, uh, I think we'll just make a pizza. Well, that's an amazing well, hobby to have. So why does it disgust you now when you know that you, now you know that you've been eating bath water, vegetables, well, and fruits your entire life? We're going to live forever. <laughs> why does it disgust me that that her fruit or her vegetables have bath or like water with bath water? <laughs> well, didn't she do well, it your whole childhood? I don't think it's as much as the vegetables themselves. It's picturing my mother in the bath. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. I mean not I'm not saying Who doesn't that... want to picture their mother in the bath? Come right. on. Okay. That's amazing. <laughs> so it's it's like so she was kind of a collector too. So right. So she drew her books and did she collect anything else like dolls or anything? She didn't collect dolls, but sh- I don't know if I ever told you a story about the doll making <laughs> class that she did. Did you know that she did that? I, I heard something about it, but I don't so uh, it still like chills my bones to this day, but I th- do you have a doll that looks like you? This, no, the, uh, well, I'll get to that. It's close, but um, so her and our dad were down in Florida, and I think so they uh, wintered down in Florida, right, and summered up in Wisconsin um, after he retired, and. I think they needed, uh, and it was all, you know, paper filings and stuff like that. So they needed something down in Florida, and they asked me if I could drive to Wisconsin to go get it. And I don't know if this was just a setup of some sort, and they were both <laughs> laughing. But um, I walked in the house at night, pitch black, opened their bedroom, flipped on the light, and there was a miniature doll in her likeness. Staring up at me, and I almost shit my pants because I hate dolls. I saw Child's Play way too young. Oh yeah, it was like the first movie that I ever hated, Mm -hmm. and I had ongoing nightmares about dolls, especially the ones with like the eyelids that go up and down. Oh yeah. But the last thing I expected to see was a miniature mom. Staring up at me, so I probably screamed and fell over. Oh my god! I didn't shit my pants, but I... and did she? Um, did she still have that doll? Uh, I have. I don't know. Can we? Please I don't get even a photograph? care to know. It's hidden in her house somewhere, yeah. so that when we have to clean out her house right. someday, oh god, we'll be tortured. We'll be tortured again. Yeah. But <laughs> Tina will testify that my wife, Tina, that so she has a little doll from her grandma that was passed down. Right. And every once in a while when I'm like reorganizing the house, I'll flip open all these totes and it's just in there. <laughs> so the last time I marked it, um, do not open with the skull and crossbones. <laughs> so how did your mom, I mean, did your mom make this doll? Like where did this doll come from? Apparently she just took a doll making class and didn't tell anybody about <laughs> it. Doll making class. Right. So she... I mean, I, she's kind of into crafts and stuff. She does mm-hmm. quilting. Mm. She made blankets when we were small. I think she just kind of like dabbled in stuff, and this was just like, a, yeah, let's try this out. And their first 
project was to make your own image as a doll. <laughs> I wonder which if I that's think the only one weird. she has, or if there's like hidden other ones dolls. The there's house. dolls of each of you, boys. Well, someday we'll find out. Mine's probably full of pins. <laughs> <laughs> well, she must have been pretty good if you got so freaked out that it looked Seriously, so much like her. Yeah. Like, yeah, you were able I mean, to identify right off the bat that that was her? Yeah. <laughs> I said, why is there a doll that looks exactly like you in your bedroom? And she said, we were supposed to make it in our likeness. So, What yeah, feature stood out good. the most is so accurate. Like, what made it so accurate, I guess, is my question. Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> I think Way she scolded you. Yeah, <laughs> for turning on the light. <laughs> Not using a it was holding light. a sign that said "Don't flush the toilet." <laughs> <laughs> I think we're starting to get her more. Absolutely, now. we yeah. all are. It's yeah. just like this is this all makes so much more sense now, and we were right? such assholes before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was a time where we'd look at her and go, "You're just nuts." Yeah. Now, I mean, now. She makes a lot of sense. Well, I mean, she's still nuts. I'm not going to say she makes yeah. a lot of sense. She right. makes sense. She right. makes some sense. Right. She There's makes a, a little bit of sense. <laughs> yeah, as life goes on, you have she's a whole new appreciation and understanding of your mom and parents. Yeah. For that matter. Oh, my God. I have a huge appreciation yeah. for her now. Yep. Yeah. That's and I think sweet. we did growing up, too, but we had other things that got in the way of our young lives that. You know what I mean? Yeah, we had yeah. kind of selfish aspirations. And, yeah. And now it's like, now that we've kind of settled down a bit, it's like, holy cow. Okay. You both have dogs, two that I'm absolutely obsessed with, Murphy and Callie. I've taken them on as my little snuggle buddies. And uh, we assume you grew up with some pets because of your love for the, your dogs now. So tell us a little about about those pets growing up. I want to hear about the childhood pets. God, we, like, I don't know where they failed over the years because when I was, when, when I was growing up, we had a dog, we had a German Shepherd and a cat. Mm -hmm. And they were both awesome. Shadow and Boots. Shadow and Boots. <laughs> Good names. I, I have never, a German Shepherd. I never knew Shadow, but Boots was the best cat Which, oh, yeah. ever. Okay. And Real original name, Boots, by the way. I mean, it was a flat cat with white God. boots. <laughs> I mean, was, yeah. I'm saying really original. Yeah. <laughs> and Shadow disappeared. I think we th we think a farmer shot him or something. Oh, like that. God, that's no. awful. Other things and it was on Mother's Day. Yeah. Oh, Sometimes. way to bring God. us down, Dave. On Mother's Day? Taking another really dark Day. turn. I didn't know either of those two things, which. I'm sorry to break that. I didn't have a connection with Shadow, so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I feel bad for <laughs> you. So we had we had great pets until they right. disappeared and were until you guys moved out, and then they started buying pets for me. Oh, maybe that was it. Yeah, they bought pets for you. Well, yeah. I mean, I think like back in the day, I also again in Minnesota. Did you want? Did you want a dog? Did you yeah, ask did. for a dog? Yeah. Oh, I did. So. Did you ask for a normal dog or a yes one that laid on its back and peed all over its Well, <laughs> so, I didn't specifically mean? ask for that, but also in, your, in in keeping with wasn't in your quote in keeping with the thrifting, <laughs> that dog was a dollar. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. We are gonna need to. Where know do the you get a dog? Back. 
story of this. Where do you get a dog for a dollar? In Minnesota. <laughs> no, but where? <laughs> Anywhere. From someone's On home? a farm or something. But, okay. Well, how so, do you know it cost a dollar? How did I know it cost a dollar? Are you making that up or it really no, cost a dollar? No, because they said, they told me we'll it cost a dollar. We'll call Helen right now and ask him. Yeah. He and, cost a dollar. And he was, in my opinion, was worth every penny because he <laughs> lived it up to the fullest. Was it a puppy? It was a puppy. He was a puppy. What kind of dog? Um, an old English sheepdog. Oh, God, that's a large dog. It's a bargain. Yeah, eventually he would be a large dog. But when we got him, he was like mm, 15 pounds, maybe mm-hmm. 10, 15 pounds. And he grew to be, you know, probably 120 pounds. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, I mean, he was he was a big dog. And, yeah, he used to... Used to roll over on his back, and everyone's first instinct was to pet, pet him. Of course. And we were all like, "No, no, 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 no don't, 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 don't pet, pet the dog! Don't, don't pet, pet Bandit!" And Bandit would just like, I mean, shoot pee four feet in the air on everybody every time. <laughs> would anybody pet him? He would just pee on huh? everybody. Yeah, oh, everybody. and of course, everyone like he was like a big, lovable dog, big fluffy Friendly. dog. And he would just Until the pee on everyone. <laughs> like, and it was like a fire hose. <laughs> so. Oh, my God, I'm dying. Nowadays, so, you could probably advertise it on the internet or something, yeah, and there would be, be people great, that would love that it. That would go viral TikTok. in a second. Uh, so, uh, so you're telling me that guests would come over, he'd go on his back, and they'd be like, oh, what is sweat? And like, he would, they'd, he'd just give them a golden neighbors. shower. Yeah, yeah would everybody. He, would he accidentally pee on people? Oh yes. yes. <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. If you, if you pet him wherever it was aiming, he would hit within a four mile radius or a four four <laughs> mile four foot. Four foot radius. Him, That's his first instinct was get to my back and start peeing. <laughs> what do you pee with? That's my trigger. <laughs> They're petting me, go straight to the back and start peeing. <laughs> what do you, what do you uh, pee if he wasn't on his back? <laughs> Uh, well, I think never. normally, if you never, <laughs> never. When he go on the walk, you he didn't have to get on his back. He like, never peed. He, he must have saved it up the whole time. I meant if people was, came over and they just like scratched his, his straight back, to the back and straight to the back. He would just pick. Yeah, he was waiting for it. If he didn't get pet for days, <laughs> he didn't pee on his own leg. He would never pee on himself, but just oh my everybody god, else. that's and <laughs> he, if, if people didn't pet him for days, his bladder be swollen up like a watermelon. <laughs> Yeah. Like, You'd have to take, 10 pounds. Please pet me. Please pet me. You'd have to. T- so you're, <laughs> it hurts. Please, <laughs> good sir. I think he was Helen's the smartest like, dog on earth, actually. Helen's like, one of you boys take the dog out in the back, roll him over, and pet him. He hasn't peed in two days. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. And close your mouth. Just let, just no. let him go. Oh God, wear, and wear a raincoat. <laughs> He, he was like, he was too much dog, though, I think, for clearly anybody to handle. Like, even let alone... that enjoyed golden showers. Oh, my God. Did he, did y'all train him or he just ran oh, wild? What? Train that. No. Well, you, yes. not, you have a hundred pound dog. I was gone. At the, I was gone at the time. I was in college. I heard these. Well, I witnessed If you shock people. him when he's peeing on your friend, everyone gets electrocuted. You can't do <laughs> I just killed some neighbors. <laughs> you gotta be smart about these things. <laughs> oh my god! 
It's a very delicate situation. That is hilarious. Oh, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I know of like so many dogs that are nervous when you pet them, they just pee, but he just like, he was oh, just, he was it exciting. It was an exciting. He was just like, yeah, always excited. Yeah. I can just imagine people walking into your house like, oh, what a cute dog. You're like, not on the carpet. Nobody touched him. After he grew to a certain size, our parents told me that I was not allowed to let him out of the kennel because I was like seven years old. And he was over 100 pounds. Right. So that was my only task was not to flip the, you know, little metal latch, latch and let him out. Well, I really wanted to play with him one day. <laughs> Normally, he would, like, stay relatively close, I think. But just as I flipped the latch open, our neighbors were walking across the street, a guy and his wife, and banded, like... Blew past me, knocked me over, and I looked up, and he tackled the guy across the street, like, full on. I've never seen a hit like this in football. (laughs) I think his hat flew off, and he was in the ditch before he even knew it. And by the time I got up, Bandit was humping his leg. (laughs) 120 pounds just going going to town and i just ran straight inside the house and the first thing i thought to do was to turn the tv on and just sit on the couch and i just waited and heard my mom go oh my god bandit she busted out the door and then i think Bandit found a new home after that <laughs> relatively quickly. I'm adding a question. Okay. Because I know these boys now know Mama Ashley pretty well. And I want to hear <laughs> some stories that y'all might have of Mama and her her antics. Like y'all just mentioned you ran into her on a walk today. And she always tells me, you know, she's like the mayor of our little street. She's like, well, I, mean, I ran into the boys today walking the dogs. And I'm nice. like... Okay, cool. And she's like, well, Dave's traveling tomorrow, and um, Andy's keeping the baby today. And, you know, she's got everybody's calendar. So I'm wondering. I always see her. I know. I, I think she's talked to you. I see her more than you. anybody else in the neighborhood. And she's always well, you know her... in front of Andy's house. You know. <laughs> With the dogs. She's like, where are you going today? Like, How long have you been out here? You know her nickname <laughs> is the mayor. She's the hired patrol. Yeah. yeah. She is. We don't need. This is why I live in Los Angeles. Where was she when my truck got stolen? I don't know. (laughs) She was probably in there watching Down Abbey or something. She's in cahoots. (laughs) She's (laughs) right. She get a kickback. Uh, Yeah. Oh, good mom. Dave, did you ever get your truck back? Yeah. Or or any commentary you have about her, just because she's a funny lady and she loves loves y'all like her own, really. Um, I remember last hockey game we went to and she asked me to cook her a brisket and i was like okay well i'm gonna cook one too because we want some brisket and she's like well you know we'll just give you guys some it's fine and you know um she bought kind of a smaller brisket and i was like well i'll just buy one too so that you guys have more than a pound to share (laughs) um and she, so we were out at the hockey game 
before it was like the pre-dinner we went out for a burger with dwight and tina and uh she pulled me aside and she was like are you trying to show me up with your brisket or what (laughs) and i was like what and she goes you labeled your briskets choice and prime what is that about (laughs) i was like no i just thought it'd be fun to do like a little yeah like which one is which and i shouldn't have labeled them i should have put one and two that's hilarious oh you trying to show me up with your barbecue is that it that sounds like i bought it i bought that at the restaurant depot and it's really good it might be choice but it's really good yeah and i felt no she buys it down at her uh mate her butcher down in and where is it Oh God, I don't know. Somewhere in Podunk, Texas, she buys it down there. She buys comes back with like oh, thirty five ribeyes. Uh, down in Brenham. 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 Oh, yeah. her butcher down in Brenham. Yeah, yeah. And she goes down there. She brings amazing. like thirty five ribeyes back, and she didn't have enough room in her three freezers. Oh yeah. Spe- this is like going back to the hoarding slash expiration. She's called me and been like, "Hey, you have room in your freezer?" And I'm like, "Why?" And she's like, "Well, I've got all this meat from Brenham, and I, I just need to." put a few extra, you know, ribeyes and pork chops in there. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, I don't have room. Like you have three you freezers. Oh to For a half a cow. Bring them over to my place. I'm like, you need to finish what's in your free, your three freezers, mom, three freezers. Check your dates. Yeah. Check your dates. Well, I th- there's ice cream in there. Well, eat it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, there's no way in hell you filled up three freezers and, and put meat in there. Or you need to stop buying meat. Yeah. I'm like, this is an issue. Truth. Gonna start eating more meat. Now it's dessert time, guys. We want to close out the show with some rapid fire questions for you. Andy, we'll start with you. Give us one word to describe your mom. Loyal. Dave. Thrifty. Good one. All right, Dave. Who is her favorite son? Me. <laughs> no, no, that's bullshit. It's Andy. I changed my answer. It's Andy. Don't change it. I was going to say, well, Jim, because he looks like her. Uh, he's the and Jim's wor- not here. Jim is the worst. <laughs> oh, God. Don't worry. We can edit. That's Dave talking. No, 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 no. <laughs> Blame it on the Nika. Yes, we'd like a sponsor. Who makes mom laugh the most? Um, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing answer. <laughs> There's really no nothing more. That she loves Burt Reynolds. Dave, what's the best advice that you've gotten from your mom? Some things never expire. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Prolific. Like love for a child. Like milk? <laughs> and milk. <laughs> and milk. And mustard and mayo. And frozen semen. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought those were egg whites. Well, that's what she wanted you to you know. think. Yeah, right. Sperm Andy. from 1997. <laughs> Andy, what? egg whites don't make two moves. <laughs> she's still going. <laughs> Wait for it. She's got one more. <laughs> <laughs> one more in her. What's the best advice your mom gave you, Andy? I don't know if it's like. I don't think it's her advice. It's like. What the she way instilled. she lived, yeah, mm-hmm. is like, or the way, you know, yeah, she raised us was like, family comes first, I think. You know, it just like, take care of your family. Yeah. And she has. 
So since day one. Well, I love that as an ending because your mom telling you that and instilling that, that family is everything is you guys, you boys, Andy and Dave and your wife, Tina have become family to us. And we have this amazing little Street. Not to me, but it's really nice to hang out with you guys. <laughs> Move to Texas. <laughs> we have this yeah, what amazing, are you doing in California? Amazing little street family, and we all take care of each other. And I think what we do that's really fun is we all like to bring each other food that we've made. One mm-hmm. one night, Andy sends out a group text to me, Mom, Dwight, Lance, and hey, I made beer cheese soup. Anybody want some? And he comes over and he drops it by and then maybe we return. Okay. Can we just pause for a minute? I love this conversation about this community of giving food back and forth, but it's getting a little weird because I called mom one day. I've heard about this beer cheese soup. <laughs> oh, yes. So I call mom story. one day and she goes, well, I go, what, story. what are you doing? She's like, well, Andy's bring me down some beer cheese soup. And I'm like, excuse me? And she's like, he made some beer cheese soup and he had leftover, so he's bringing me some. And I said, okay. So I call her the next day. I'm like, how was the beer cheese soup? She's oh my God, it was orgasmic. I wanted to just rub it all over my body and lick it off. And I was like, okay. What the? That's a story I should have told. <laughs> Like, what them, on earth is going on on Viewside Drive with these people? I heard that, through them, and I was Courtney like, Courtney immediately called me, told me the story. I immediately called Andy. Beer cheese soup. I need that recipe immediately. <laughs> and Courtney's like, was it that good? I don't. I was like, I don't know. We haven't had it yet. I'm. Ha- I'm planning on having it tonight. I'll let you know. <laughs> if I eat off of Lance's body, I'll let you know. <laughs> I was like, well, send me that oh, recipe God, asap. Oh, my God. No, but it's really cool that y'all have that little thing going on. The little co I call it the co-op. It is the co-op. And, you know, we'll make a big thing of lasagna and we'll quarter it up and bring it over to each other's house. And we have kind of this little food co-op. And it's so amazing. And I love it so much. And I love that you guys came on this podcast with us. Thank you for sharing the stories of your mom, Helen. Thank you for having us. We can't wait to have her tomatoes. You're the reason that we're flip fails, because we meant to flip that house and move on, but then we met you. Oh, that's so cool. Now we're staying. and Our plan worked. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I think I have mascara running down my face from crying, laughing too hard, so it's a good sign. What's the dog's name? Bandit. Bandit. Bandits. Or toothless. The pissing bandit. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Signing off. Thank you for having us. Yeah, let's end it with love you, love your show. Love you, love your shows. Thank you so much for listening to Hey Sis, Eat This. If you LOL'd, peed your pants a little bit, or even smirked, please hit subscribe if you haven't already. And feel free to rate and review, but... Only if it's positive. Also, visit our website for recipes and to sign up for our newsletter at heysiseatthis.com.